0: welcome back to the western reviews podcast or you know if you aren't new welcome welcome i'm your host the western wonder and today i'll be reviewing a horror movie that may not be well known to folks maybe you yourself know it or maybe you won't Now before we get into the review, in case you're new, there's four other Halloween-themed horror movie reviews I've done this month. Those movies being Little Juice, Dracula, A Nightmare on Elm Street, and most recently Carrie. Now if you're interested in checking out those reviews, check out the podcast on various platforms including Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Google Podcasts, and many others where you can listen, stream, or download the episodes. You can also follow me on my Twitter page which is at reviews underscore western or on my Instagram page which is at westernreviewsofficial. All support by sharing is appreciated as well. Now let's get right into the review. Upon viewing the film that's being reviewed today let's just say it was different. The film in question being the 1988 horror film, The Kiss. Now here's some behind the scenes info. The movie was directed and produced by Penn Deschamps, who also worked on 1991's Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. And the film's screenplay was done by Stephen Volk, who also worked on another obscure horror film named Gothic prior to production of this film. Production was filmed in Canada and TriStar picked up the film for distribution. It was released in October of 1988 and didn't make too much noise at the box office, making nearly $2 million on a $2.5 million budget. Critics were mixed on the film with praises going toward its storyline and criticism thrown toward the movie's visual effects and cast performances. Will it hold up court here in Westerland? Let's take a look. The first shot of the movie after the logo plays out is a Black Panther. So, this was the beginning of the child and his family's history. Well, apparently, the story stretches back to the early 60s in the Belgian Congo, a time before Congo was an independent nation in Africa. Two sisters, Hillary and Felice, are ultimately split up early in their childhoods. As Felice is sent away with her aunt, she witnesses her aunt becoming possessed after noticing a talisman in the distance. The possessed woman suddenly attacks Felice, kissing her as blood seeps out of her mouth, and the woman dies afterwards. The train's conductor discovers her body as Felice departs the train with the talisman. Flash forward to the 80s, where Hillary seems to have a lovely family at hand. She lives in New York with husband Jack, played by Nook Cabertus, and daughter Amy, played by Meredith Salinger. During the party, Hillary receives a surprise phone call from Felice, played by Joanna Pacula, who would like to reunite with her sister. However, Hillary declines the invitation and the convo abruptly ends. While Hillary runs out for an errand, she gets involved in a horrible car accident, where she dies after being hospitalized hours later. Months go by and one day as they pay their respects to Hillary at her memorial site, Jack and Amy happen to run into a grieving Felice who properly introduces herself despite the hesitation from the actor's faces. Uh, are you going to say you're lying? Uh, no, I think it's your turn. Are you sure? You know what, honestly, I don't know anymore. Let's just look at the camera for a moment. As she explains her backstory with Hillary, Jack and Amy head back home to let Felice continue to grieve in peace. Some days later during breakfast, Felice is invited to the family home where she talks about her life further, stating that she works as a model for a vitamin company. As Felice makes Jack and Amy some vitamin company-sponsored drinks, the neighbor Brenda, played by Mimi Kuzik, who feels as a uh, mother-like void for Amy after her mother's passing and works as a nurse, drops off some groceries for the two and runs to Felice, who accidentally cuts herself after Brenda opened the door. Brenda seems to get allergies from being around cats and well being that there are no cats to be found in the house I'm suspecting the new woman in the house really hard right now Amy's friend Heather eventually comes around to pick her up and take her out to the mall as they leave They start talking at the side of their necks about Felice who overhears small talk from a bush as Heather forgot her shades in the kitchen I think she feels Pain. Rejection. Anger. Pity. Felice. The movie. She ultimately goes back inside the home with the shades still in her hand. While everything seems fine and dandy at the mall, Heather happens to drop her lipstick on an escalator. And as she goes down to pick it up, her necklace manages to get caught in the escalator grate, trapping her and mangling her to death, horrifying Amy. Later, as she questions Felice and her motives, Amy sneaks into the guest room where Felice is currently staying to look into her suitcase, which has Heather's shades with a tin of blood and her talisman. Any further investigation is interrupted by her father and Felice returning to the house and is caught by Felice after opening her door. As a result of this moment, plus the smack talk from earlier, tension spike between the two as Amy's father starts to get in some widower's entanglement with Felice. One evening, Jack hears a noise from the kitchen. As he goes downstairs to investigate, he's attacked by a wildcat who runs away through a window. During these events, Amy finds comfort in speaking with baker boy Terry, played by the unknown Sean Levy, who seems to have a romantic interest in her, and the feelings mutual. Amy discusses her suspicions about Felice's mysterious persona to Terry, and he offers to confront her if Amy's too nervous to do so, but Amy advises against it. But Terry is gonna be Terry, so he goes out to find Felice himself. Upon entering her hotel room, he catches her mid-ritual with that wild cat from earlier, and both Felice and the cat snarl at him, scaring him out of the room. He immediately runs to a telephone to call Amy and tell her what he witnessed. Amy, in a bad mood after she had an argument with her father earlier, decides that the two should meet up at a local park to discuss things further. Jack comes up to the stairs to her room to speak up with her calmly about Felice again, but the communication between father and daughter worsens as the topic of Felice's mysterious scar on her back comes up. Amy doesn't understand what it is, and her father nonchalantly says, Oh, uh, she gave me a birthmark when we- Oops, Uh, I just- I just spilled my own entanglement. After getting the bike back from her father, he heads out for work leaving Amy shaken up. On the way to meet Amy, Terry has some troubles by the road including dodging a car and fighting that doggone wildcat. He gets scratched up pretty badly and stops by the road to run off but gets hit by a truck before he makes another move. Oop! I think we got an imposter alert from Terry's ghost guys, just a moment. Hey, uh, so yeah, Felicia's weird ritual just killed me, right? Well, she's probably gonna make the scene look like I killed myself or something. Remember that as you go along with the film. Don't trust her. Don't- Hmm. Weird. Well anyway, Zami goes to her local priest to explain her terrifying experiences. She's surprised to find out that he knows about Felice and Hillary's childhood story, so he goes on with that story he also brings up with the possibility that Felice is schizophrenic. Felice cuts the conversation short by saying that she's there to pick up Felice because her father calls her to tell her to watch over her as he goes on his business trip. You don't have any other friends nearby to watch over your daughter, Jack? Hmm. Anyways, the Prius manages to flee, but Felice has captured Amy. As Jack goes down an elevator to get to his flight for the trip, the panicked Prius tries to go up to get to him, but Felice's powers make his hand catch fire, and, well, he did. Before Jack boards his flight, Brenda calls from the hospital to let him know that she took a blood test on Felice and her results are come back being reminiscent of that of a corpse. Jack immediately realizes, uh oh, I made a mistake, cancels the trip and asks Brenda to pick him up to get to Amy. Brenda picks Jack up, drives him off to his house, and heads back home to stay near just in case he needs her assistance. He finds Amy upstairs who appears to be rather pale and sickly and he confronts Felice who explains to her and Amy share the same bloodline and plans to pass down a historical family curse with one little kiss. Their conversation is interrupted when Brenda calls in to make sure that Jack is fine and however since Felice is in the room and in control he stays cryptic on the scenery but makes sure to let her know that Amy of all things is doing okay. Brenda warns Jack to stay away from Felice but he signals to put the phone down and well More on-screen entanglement happens between the two as Amy wakes up from her slumber and notices her surroundings. Brenda manages to get her out of the room, but on the way out, accidentally knocks down a doll which triggers Felice's powers. Stopping the entanglements, Felice looks outside to see no one out there, but we see a scared Amy and Brenda hiding in some bushes. Noticing the doll has blood seeping from her head, Felice uses her powers to figure out where Amy is. Her power ritual is cut off when Jack confronts Felice while breaking her talisman. Angered, she knocks him out cold and has her attention brought out from the window as that pesky wildcat is on the loose again, and she attacks Brenda. She manages to win the battle though by stabbing it with a pitchfork and setting it on fire, watching it burn. Now knowing where Amy is, Felice frantically goes down the roof to get the Amy and the battle is on. Brenda attempts shooting her, but as Felice is already dead on the inside, it doesn't affect her much. She attacks Brenda and traps her in a ring of fire. She continues to search for Amy who's run off by the gate to escape but as she struggles with the lock, Felice catches up her and tries to kiss her. Amy breaks off the kiss and runs to the pool as everyone is trying to stop Felice. The parasite that carries the curse escapes Felice's mouth as her corpse of a body floats down the water and tries to get Amy to pass the curse on but father entanglement burns it on time. Insert a big water explosion and everyone's okay. That's pretty much the movie. Now for my thoughts on The Kiss. The movie is interesting and good fun all around. Not the best horror movie, but you know, you get what you get here. The positives go toward the creative use of visual effects throughout the film. Blood. Lots of blood. Oh, and shiny things too. Also the music score paired with the visuals is sure to give you a chill or a laugh depending on the situation and how you feel about the scene overall. The cast do their thing by keeping the film's story moving and giving it the best of the best works. Mimi suzuk neighbor Brenda was probably my favorite performance as a character works hard in the health field and when she's not, she's down to earth and very approachable. Plus, she also cares for main character Amy, with Meredith Salinger giving her a very straightforward and modest performance. Joanna Pakula as Aunt Felice is a runner-up as her character to the other characters in the film's story arc as built up on mystery, and the climax is quite interesting to see. The only negative, which shouldn't bug the movie as a whole, is the jarring scenery changes. From daytime to nighttime, it was like horror on cocaine a couple of times, and we all know what one wise man said about cocaine. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. (laughs) Overall, while the film isn't the best of the best horror flicks, it should be good fun to watch. I'd recommend it if you'd like to see crazy figures in action. Well I'm the Western Wonder and I hope you enjoyed this review. Next up on the Western Review's podcast, The Fly. And uh, here's a quick fun fact here, apparently one of the special effects crew who worked on The Fly also worked on The Kiss. Try to see the comparisons if you watch these movies. The Kiss is on YouTube somewhere so you should search it out. Anyways if you've enjoyed this episode don't forget to give feedback and share the podcast and like I said earlier, all support is appreciated. And I do mean that. Western Wonder, out.